0: Hey guys, Josh here. I just wanted to take a second and let you know about this amazing new product called MultiplayerSquad.com. It's the greatest new addition to gaming. Well, I mean, practically life. It's sure to fill you with glee, help you make new friends and expose you to all sorts of awesome memes. It's got the best community of gamers around. And more than that, it's the best way to help support the show and let us keep providing awesome content. What? I got to read this disclaimer for legal reasons. Warning multiplayer squad.com can cause feelings of joy, happiness, companionship, ownage, and all-around sense of being awesome. If you notice yourself acting more like Josh, please discontinue use immediately and seek professional help. Hey, who put that in there? Paul
1: Hello everyone. Happy Thursday, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. Since today is Thursday, that means we're going to be spending some time breaking down recent gaming news and new developments in our personal gaming, and we are so excited to have you guys joining us here today. As a reminder, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave a review, and if you'd like to consider supporting this independent podcast, then head on over to MultiplayerSquad.com, and you can also hit us up on social media at MultiplayerPod. All right. Let's get into it, guys. I am your host, Paul. And then with me, I don't know what's going on, but uh, but my co-host here has a little bit of a different angle with the webcam. Maybe he's lit up a little bit more than normal. It's my co-host, Josh. Josh, do you have a new monitor over there or something? What's going on?
0: Oh, you talked about new development, man. And boy, do I have a new development going on. Yes, you are. I'm not trying to pose for like that, you know, top-down selfie, Paul. I got a new monitor. (laughs) And I I don't want to sound like I'm bragging because I'm not. But I just, I love, you know, I love technology. Um, And I tend to go down these rabbit holes of like researching different tech and then I somehow convinced myself that I can't live without this technology. And I'm lucky enough that I have a wife that supports that. So.
1: <laughs> and you got a third stimulus payment coming. I, right? well, and
0: honestly, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> Were you banking on like, that? No, I wasn't banking on it. But we, you know, tax returns
0: came in. Sure. And then, like, it, it, you know, it was like, hey, you know, let's get something nice. And it's always a good trade off, right? Like, she wants patio furniture. And I found this monitor that I just can't live without now. Um, and (laughs) so it is, it's the greatest thing, honestly, ever. I got a 48 inch OLED TV to use as a monitor. Now, most people, any techies out there, are gasping and they're going, You can't use a TV as a monitor. Au contraire, my friends, this TV is made (laughs) to be a monitor. It is 4K, 120 hertz, G sync, OLED panel, super fast response time. It's the greatest thing ever made, dude. It's Honestly, I've never had my eyes be so blown away as I was when I got this thing and I set it up. It's absolutely incredible. Like, it's, I can't, I can't describe it enough, man, but I have been in nerd nirvana since I got this thing. And it has led me to download all of the games. <laughs> that i have not played in a long time to see how they look because it's like it made everything like brand new again man i downloaded doom eternal (laughs) and i was like this game looks great i've been playing rocket league because well i just love rocket league but um so two things that this has led me to discover is number one have you ever heard of wallpaper engine
1: no, but I did see that you randomly loaded into that in Steam. So I did look it up, but I had not heard of it before. Dude, it is the best
0: $3.99 that I think you will ever spend. If you if you want your monitor, regardless of what kind of monitor it is. If you want your desktop to look incredible every time you sit down at your computer, spend the $4. Basically, I I I've never like I've heard of Wallpaper Engine and I thought like I've seen like some Steam friends, it pops up and I'm like, what are these guys like building wallpapers? Like what? You know, I'm not an (laughs) artist, man. Like, okay. But somebody was talking about, hey, if you get this OLED TV, you want to keep the screen moving because there's a risk of burning and stuff like that. So that led me to Wallpaper Engine. I spent the $4 and for the next like three hours, I spent... (laughs) Oh, just boy. downloading and looking at wallpapers. My kid uh, who we've mentioned, who's the Terraria expert, my daughter Cran loves Star Wars. So I found some super cool Star Wars wallpapers. And I was like, "Crin, crin, come here, come here, look at this. Look at this Darth Vader, man. It's got like a glowing lightsaber and he's got force lightning and a crackling out of his <laughs> other hand. And I was just like, this is the coolest thing ever, man. So then she's like, whoa, how'd you get that? And I'm like, Go spend the four dollars and get it on your computer. So we've been we've been nerding out over Wallpaper Engine, man.
1: Well, ever since you posted it on Discord, now my older son James has been asking me if he can spend some of his allowance money to go buy Wallpaper Engine. So apparently, no, no. you're spreading the word, but. But one of my favorite things is that, obviously, if you're new to the show, you can probably already tell by now, Josh is a little bit extra, so I'm not surprised that he (laughs) needs an extra wallpaper. I am about as basic as it gets, and so Josh pasted a print screen of what his monitor looks like, and then I just sent a picture of mine, and it's just a pure black background, and I've got about 16 icons on the far left side, and that's it. That's my desktop. It, is, it was pretty hilarious when I – so what didn't come through is I
0: posted a picture of Darth Revan with like his arms crossed and two lightsabers. What you sure. can't see is the movement that goes along with that because they're like living wallpapers. Like the lightsabers are glowing and they're crackling and you can see him like breathing and stuff and it's just your – like it's your desktop. It looks super cool. So when I posted that, you were just like, "Here's mine," and it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a straight up black screen, and that's it. And I just went, "Yep, this is a hundred percent you, though, Paul." Like, oh yeah, yeah I don't plain think black I've ever t-shirts. seen you ever wear a shirt that wasn't a plain black shirt, you know. And it's like, <laughs> this is just, this is why we're such good friends, though, too. Is it's like, you know, like you said, I'm very yeah. loud and extra, and you're very uh, calm and laid back
1: and structured and yes. organized. It's yeah, why exactly. why we're a good duo. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that our listeners can't see that is actually cracking me up is that I am so used to your webcam being at a certain height, which is like a normal height that you would normally use. And this one really is looking down at you at like a 45 degree angle. So it's like the the center is almost more on your forehead than yeah. on your oh, face cuz it's angled too, right? down. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, okay, that's Josh's new monitor.
0: I did go play some pickleball not too long ago. So that might actually still be a little bit of sweat on my forehead too. (laughs) Very nice. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm I'm glad that you are enjoying your new monitor. I love how probably 10% of the time that you and I are gaming online, you always have to warn me and others. Yeah, guys, I can join this match, but... I got some guy coming over because he's going to buy my old monitor or it's your old graphics card or it's an old tool in your garage. You are constantly incrementally... Upgrading your tools and your computer equipment. It's just part of the gaming experience with you that we're just used to.
0: It's, it's how I offset the, the expense. <laughs> Cause, right. Cause like when I'm trying to explain to my wife why I need this gigantic, expensive new monitor, when she's like, don't you already have a nice monitor? And I'm like, well, I do. But if I sell that monitor, then, then you know, that money comes off the price of the new one. And it's just, yeah. you know, it's how you present it. And I do. It's funny because you guys all do laugh that I am constantly shilling stuff on Facebook Marketplace and offer up and stuff, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, you really are. It It, it definitely cracks me up. All right. Well, well, that's neat. And so you've been diving into some of your old beautiful games on the new monitor and things are looking pretty good, huh? It is. So the other thing, it's an HDR. It's HDR. So it's like, it's the
0: perfect. It's everything you want, right? But what I've been doing is going through these old games and like checking them out again. Like it, like legitimately, it has renewed my love of like some of the games that I've already played because they look neat and nice and cool. So I pulled up. Divinity original sin because it's a very colorful game and it actually has built in like HDR support. Okay. And I pulled it up this morning, the second one, right? I, I, when I, when I pulled it up, I had 97 and a half hours in that game. And I, like, I knew I played it a lot, but I didn't know I played it that much and I never actually finished it. So I was like, I'm just going to test this out. I just want to see what it looks like. I had to start a brand new game because I guess they released like a definitive edition. And Mm -hmm. the classic edition, the save files don't work with the definitive. So I was like, well, I'll just start brand new because I don't remember where I was anyway. And this game is, number one, it's gorgeous. Number two, I think today alone, I probably have five hours (laughs) in (laughs) that game already. It's such a good game.
1: Paul, I don't know how much you've played Original Sin 2. I know you said you had it, right? I do, and I liked it a lot. I don't remember why I stopped playing. I think it was only because we picked something up for the podcast, dude. Because I want to go back to it. I want to play it. this.
0: I'm telling you right now, if you, it will rank up there with like Dragon Age for you. The story is incredible. The characters are super memorable. This is <laughs> like this has Paul written all over it.
1: Yeah. Oh no, it, it definitely does. So I pulled it up in Steam. I only played for 73 minutes, but I know that I liked it. But it does show. One friend has played recently and it's you. 7.4 hours. <laughs> seven hours? Okay. Maybe I started playing last night. I did. I, okay. Wait. I, all right. <laughs> Not to try
0: to save face here, but I actually did install it last night and I think I played for like two hours last night. But yeah, seven, seven and a half hours in less than 24 hours. That should tell you something.
1: Yeah, I know it's right up my alley, and I liked how the combat worked and your teammates and the story as it unfolded for that first hour and and 13 minutes. For me lately, I picked up a game I did not hear about until just today, but there's a little game called Loop Hero that just released this week. Have you heard anything about this? I looked at this game because I
0: heard it was getting a lot of hype. And so I okay. actually looked it up on Steam. I started going like, "Hey, let me, uh, you know, if anytime I hear hype, man, like I want to at least check it out, right? <laughs> like I pulled this game up on Steam. The graphics, I'm not a graphics snob, you know that. But the graphics in this in Loop Hero are so bad that I think my <laughs> eyes started to bleed from watching like the the trailer for it <laughs> when I like when I was trying to get an idea of what this game was about blood started weeping out of my eyeballs and i just went i don't care how good this game is i can't play it's like 4 bit graphics it's not even like 8 bit graphics <laughs>
1: yeah no it's it's a little reminiscent of super old school dos games where even pre pentium processors oh, like it looks bad like i am not going to lie about that but it is a really interesting game because the only thing that i saw is that it was getting rave reviews it was super cheap. I want to say it was $12. And I saw that it combined roguelike elements with idle games and idle games. I'm not crazy about, but what I have is an idle
0: game. I don't, I guess, is that a game you don't play? Like it just sits there and plays in the background? <laughs> like I'm not sure what an idle game is.
1: Yeah, basically. So there's a whole slew of them. So for the for those of you who are new to the show, Josh does not do any mobile gaming, which is where idle games have probably taken off the most. So for example, maybe you'll buy a mine shaft and you have some workers and they'll move and they'll pickaxe the stone and then they'll bring it over and and you hire workers and then it's all automated, so it runs. And then basically, if you check back the next day, all of those workers have been working since the last time you logged in. Without a break? What kind of tyrant are you? These (laughs) poor guys don't get any time off? No overtime, no holiday pay, nothing. So basically, this game kind of combines a little bit of those two worlds. Now, it is almost impossible to explain how Loop Hero works, because I've never played a game like this at all. The only way I can think to describe it. Is that it is a um tower defense game uh, I do but like in tower reverse games Wait, but what? it's completely in reverse. So instead of you building like the track with all the good guys and the towers and then the bad guys run through it, you build the track of the bad guys while your hero constantly runs through this cycle over and over. So basically, the game gives you a track. Your hero will just keep running through in a loop, and then basically you get handed cards. The cards are basically different types of units that you place on the track that spawn bad guys, or it spawns chests. And then as your hero is defeating bad guys, they drop loot. You put the new inventory on your guy. He's stronger, but then more monsters are spawning. And then basically at any point, you can just end the run... And then your guy brings all the resources that he's gathered back to your encampment, and then you can build upgrades. And then basically, once your guy is strong enough, you play it long enough, and then it spawns the boss, and then you can defeat the boss, and move on to the next mission. So it's kind of hard to describe. It does not look good at all, because the graphics are horrendous, but the gameplay is very innovative. And I I will say it's fun. It's another game that I love to play because I can so easily... I was doing it today. I was watching Casino by Martin (laughs) Scorsese on the left screen while I've got Loop Hero running on the right. You know this is how I like to game, right? And it's the perfect game if you want to multitask.
0: So when it goes to combat, do you actually fight? Does, like because I've seen on Steam I saw that there did look like there was a different screen where there was like monsters lined up and then your hero like is there any interaction on that part
1: no so the only interaction is just swapping out gear and then it's an auto battler so for example I can swap out maybe a sword for an aoe axe because I can see I'm about to have to fight three spiders at once so there's things you can do in the planning stage and you can pause at any time and then see what your guy is going to fight. Maybe you swap out gear, but you're not actually physically swinging the weapons or physically fighting. It's all auto. So I'm not getting the sense. This is really up your alley. I mean, I do. uh, Honestly, I like, I like these surprise games,
0: man. Like you've never played darkest dungeon, but that was like a game that was kind of getting some traction. I do. I'm finding that I do enjoy these like roguelite, like games with strategy built into them. Um, I love mm-hmm. card-based games. So when you said, hey, there's cards that you can play, like that definitely ticks a box for me. I'm going to wait like three days because I know what's going to happen. Either you're going to write up this like Paul's review write-up in Discord where you start talking about right. Loot Hero and why this <laughs> game is so awesome, or I'll just never hear about it again. <laughs> Yeah. And then, so if I see that write up, then I know it's got you hooked and then it's probably worth looking into. If three days from now, there's no further mention of this, then I'll, I'll let you be the guinea pig and I'll know that sure, you know, I didn't go wrong I, I w- by not
1: picking it up. I will say it seems appropriately priced at $12. It's not a game I'm going to play for a hundred hours or anything like that, but it'll be fun for at least a week. I think. And I'll, I'll have to keep poking around in it. All right. So that kind of catches everybody up on what we have been doing this week in gaming. And there have been quite a few news stories. And I think for me, the thing I was most interested in is that there was a reveal trailer. And then there was also a 25 minute video of footage of a new game that will be coming out this summer called Aliens Fire Team.
0: I saw this, man. I'm, I'm conflicted. I, I watched the whole twenty-five minute demo. I saw like the teaser that they did at first, but there really mm-hmm. wasn't anything to show. And then like a day or two later, they actually were like, Oh, I guess we should show some gameplay footage. And they did like this big 25 minute
1: kind of demo for a it. A full mission. So I'm guessing most of our listeners probably haven't seen the trailer. It's it's Left for Dead meets GTFO, right? I mean, this is about 90% Left for Dead mixed in with a little bit of GTFO elements, and it's set in the Aliens universe. I mean, that's really what it is. It's three-person fire teams, and basically you have your weapons and abilities, you've got some consumables, you can heal yourself or others, you have to work your way from one side of the map to the other, and there are swarms. And I think that that format of games, it's always worked but I do feel like it's getting a little bit old at this point. And the fact that we have Back fur Blood coming out and Aliens Fire Team, Fire Strike, <laughs> whatever this game's called. I don't even remember now. I do feel like there are just so many games of this format that I am a little bit hesitant. But I do love the Aliens movies. And if there was ever an atmosphere that I would want to play this kind of game in, I think it would be Aliens.
0: Yeah, it's really funny because in the 25 minute demo, I think it was one of the guys from like IGN or something like that that they invited to play with them. And the guy even asks like cuz he's playing with like the two developers and he goes, yeah. "So, would you guys say this is like left for dead?"
1: <laughs> no, it's so much the, more know, is what yeah, they said. The, I was the like, "No, oh, it's basically went like,
0: "Oh, uh, well, you know, I mean it does draw like inspiration from Left 4 Dead, but we've tried to take that and add like RPG elements and some like he kind of just started saying why it wasn't Left for Dead, but then he also acknowledged that yes, it's Left for Dead. Yeah, I mean it's a great formula; it works. But I'm have I don't know. This is one where it's like I'm not real hyped about it. If it gets good reviews and there's enough variety to it, I could see picking it up. To be honest with you, Um, I didn't look at the release date on it either. Like my thing is. For three-man gaming that's shooting, Outriders is coming up in another like three weeks, and I'm gonna be all about Outriders for a little while. So for another like three-man squad shooter-based game, and I know they're vastly different, like Outriders is much more like RPG-ish, whereas Aliens Fire Team or Firestorm or something is gonna be just that Left for Dead genre i guess i I mean but i don't know i'm i'm pretty reserved on it right now if if it starts getting great reviews i think my interest will peak up a lot at
1: that point but i'm very meh on it right now yeah it kind of depends on the price point i did think that it looked fun i think it's the type of game that we normally would pick up but if it's gonna be a 40 or 60 dollar game i would have far less interest in it so I think we'll have to wait and see. I did like the idea that there are multiple classes, and I thought the classes did have cool names. No shade thrown at Outriders, but I've already poked fun at the class names and yeah. Outriders. I don't, I don't think they're terribly good. But for aliens, you can play as the technician, the demolisher, the gunner, recon, or the doc. I thought that was kind of funny. So all of them have access to different kinds of weapons, and I did really like some of the Animations. I don't know if you noticed, but you see shotgun shells flying across the screen. And I thought that stuff was really neat. And I did really love the audio in the game. And normally I don't comment on the audio, but to me, it immediately pulled me back into Aliens that I went and I started watching Aliens right oh, after this trailer. Really? Yeah, I, all I needed to hear were the xenomorph screams yeah. in the background. Oh, the and motion I was like, tracker, you know, the pings from the motion tracker. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I haven't watched Aliens in a few years because this is not like the first Alien, which was more horror. This is not that kind of game. This game very much draws inspiration from Aliens, the right. second one, which is all flamethrowers, yeah. shooting aliens, all action. Yeah, I I, 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 and I do like that.
0: The uh, the one thing that they did say that I. I was very intrigued by, as they said, they were really focusing on the ability to customize like your character through skill trees. And like, oh, there's a lot of progression there where you can, like they said, we're focusing on kind of RPG elements for your characters. And so if they give in-depth skill trees with different weapons and different abilities, I mean, maybe you can only have two abilities at a time, like active, but if you can actually spec out your class to different degrees that would interest me a lot more because I think that's really going to add to like the ability to to kind of keep it fresh and I know they were talking about the difficulty levels on the game and how it can really scale up to be really difficult um and I like that like I love a good challenge where friends have to work together or you're not going to beat that level um so we'll see I, I i like i said i'm not I'm not off of it, but I'm just kind of hesitant on to is this something that's going to be worth you know spending time on i mean then again if it's 20 bucks yeah i mean i'll I'll spend 20 dollars to have a good time with my friends for you know like two weeks and then it's like okay well it's getting old now but that's that's money well spent
1: yeah another thing that did interest me in the trailer is that they have hidden caches in the levels and that reminded me a little bit of like vermin time that's exactly what i thought when they said that too yeah yeah So if those cycle into new locations and stuff, then I think that's kind of neat. They did say that the game tells an overall story. It's a standalone story that is a sequel to the original Alien trilogy. I don't think anyone's going to really pick this up for the story. But at the same time, hey, I love Aliens, so maybe it'll have something to offer. Yeah, I I completely agree. Even Prometheus. Prometheus gets a lot of shade. I ride for Prometheus. I liked Prometheus.
0: I heard all the shade being thrown at it, and I don't, maybe these are just like alien purist diehards or something, but I watched it and I was like, that's a, it's a great movie, man.
1: I went and saw Prometheus with my wife. I think it was for our anniversary. So if this movie came out in June, then that'll confirm it. But I remember we went and saw Prometheus that had only been out for maybe a week or two, and the scene when Numi Rapace's character has to get inside the surgical tube and have the Xenomorph removed. To me, that's like a top two or three movie theater moment. Our whole theater, you could hear everyone holding their breath. It was such a cool scene. I love those movies. They're great. All right. So anyway, a couple other news stories that I pulled here that I thought were kind of interesting. Minecraft Dungeons (laughs) is going to be coming out in arcade cabinets. Have you seen this, Josh? I... I saw the
0: story, and really all I did was kind of look at the photo that they had of, like, the arcade cabinet. This is a game that's going to be, like, Dave and Buster's. Like, they're they're talking full... This is not, like, your arcade cabinet for home use kind of thing. You know, where it's really just an emulator with, like, a big cabinet. This is, like... These are going in the arcades. And, like, hello, Gauntlet! You know? (laughs) Like, what are you doing, (laughs) man? Like, Gauntlet was the original, and it was great. But... I did not really look into the story until you mentioned it. Uh huh. I don't. Some things are just uh, like, who, who was the person in the board meeting that was like, you know what we need to do? We need to get Minecraft dungeons in the arcades. Like, that is not a game that I look at as being like very good in an arcade. Like,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even know how I feel about it. I remember when I first saw Flappy Bird in Peter Piper Pizza. Which is an Arizona specific uh, chain, and I remember thinking that that was super goofy. Like, who would ever play that? But then they had Fruit Ninja, and they have all these mobile type games that are in arcades now, and, and kids love playing them. I-, I I do see how this would be fun, being able to play as like a a tween or like a young kid playing it with your friends and hopping into Minecraft dungeons. I do think that the arcade cabinet looked really neat. It did look I neat. mean, it yeah. looked amazing. Yeah. But the thing I don't understand is that they say that the game functions without any save files. And so the loot that you get is somehow on these physical cards that you have to scan into the system. Are you familiar with anything like this, Josh? Because this sounds kind of crazy and very archaic to me. It does to me too. I mean, I
0: think it's it's... It's a marketing ploy is the way I look at it. It's like, hey, let's capitalize on, you know, the Pokemon craze, right? Like let's the trading cards, right? And so if we can get you to play this game and then you find a piece of loot and when your game is over, it spits out a card that maybe looks cool or something. And then the the premise behind it is you can keep that card. And the next time you come back and you play the game, you can scan the card and it will give you that loot in the game, so that you can play it with that loot. Then, so there's like kind of a progression there. But I, it's just like it's a marketing ploy that I don't think is going to work. Because maybe I'm just old and curmudgeonly. But I, like, I'm going to lose that card. <laughs> that card's going to go in my <laughs> right. wallet. It's going to get shredded. It's going to get sat on. I'm never gonna take this card back to the arcade for me to to do this with. Like, I I don't really see it working. It's like you said. I think that time has passed, and I'm not real sure that that is going to be what ropes people in. I mean, we played Minecraft Dungeons. We actually reviewed it as one of like our double header shows. It's fine. It's like it's okay. It's fun, but it's not like a game. Like if I'm going to Dave and Buster's, like I'm playing the racing games and the The crazy like starfighter, tie fighter pod games, or the trivia games, like one of those,
1: you know, like stuff you can't normally do at home, right? Because that's the other thing. Minecraft Dungeons is a pretty cheap game. I want to say it's either 15 or 20 bucks, right? And if you have the Game Pass, I think it's free, so it seems like you're just better off playing that at home instead of sinking a lot of money into these cards because maybe you have to buy the cards or maybe you'll buy them from your friends or trade them i don't i don't totally understand how it all works together but it did kind of make me laugh because it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me but then again i don't think they're really aiming for the 30s and 40s crowd for <laughs> minecraft dungeons
0: probably so maybe not. we're
1: not supposed to get yeah. it yeah <laughs> all right well that's all that we have for you guys here for this week in gaming so thanks for spending the last half hour here with us we are going to be back with a full hour-long episode on monday i will issue a little bit of a correction here initially josh and i were going to be deep diving into cuphead however we ended up finishing and beating valheim which cut into (laughs) our gaming time for sorry guys (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, guys. So if you've been waiting for Cuphead, you'll just have to wait one more week. So we will be back on Monday for a bonus round episode. It's a bonus bonus, just round. Bonus, bonus, bonus round. Bonus yeah, bonus round. Yeah, two in a row. Yeah. <laughs> so please check us out in the meantime on social media, multiplayer pod. Come support us on Patreon, multiplayer And then also, if you want to see some of our new video footage, Todd has been working hard on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe to us there at multiplayer podcast. And Todd did upload a several minute video that kind of covered some of the early exploration and rafting experiences that we had in Valheim. So go check us out there as well. And then we will see you guys on Monday.
0: Hey, Paul. Yeah. Divinity Original Sin is, uh, is multiplayer. It is multiplayer. I'm just saying, it? man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. I, it sucked me back in, and it's, uh you
1: know, let's push back Cuphead. You can just Cuphead, new can announcement. Go back, like- Cuphead
0: <laughs> going. Back. We're pushing it back. 2022. Just, just edit it again in post to be like Cuphead's moved back a month, guys.
1: <laughs> Next week we are going to cover Divinity Two. Yeah, <laughs> we'll fix it. We'll fix it in post. Yeah.